to episode 66, I believe, of Feckin' Metal. I'm your host, Fergal Trainer. What am I doing? What am I doing? Well, nothing really, recently. I haven't been doing anything. Haven't been re- releasing episodes or I haven't been recording anything or speaking to anyone or really doing anything that a host or a producer of a heavy metal podcast would normally do. And I feel maybe I owe people an explanation as to what I've been doing. And the answer really comes down to self-confidence. Confidence is a strange thing. It's not a tangible thing. It's, It's a theoretical concept in the mind of the beholder. And I have struggled up and down with self-confidence over the years Uh, when I was young. I had no self-confidence whatsoever, especially when I was a teen in those damaging, horrible years of being a teenager. I had very little self-confidence, almost none. Um, When I got into my 20s, I started working, earning money, etc. I had slightly more self-confidence. I'd say when I got into my 30s, I became at least what appeared to be a confident person to the outside world, I had more self-confidence than I'd ever had in my life. But it ebbs and flows. It it doesn't actually really exist, of course, and it goes up and down. And being a podcaster, a podcast host, whatever you want to call it, you have ebbs and flows of confidence as well with that. And that's what I've been struggling with lately. I ask myself a question. Why are you doing a heavy metal podcast, what do you have to add to the conversation that hasn't already been said or isn't already being said by someone uh, better than what you're doing yourself? And sometimes I don't have a good answer to that. And it prevents me from recording anything or doing anything. And it is a struggle. And I know maybe some people listening will be like, oh, my hobby, <laughs> it's such a struggle. <laughs> my life is such a struggle. God damn my life. But it is, it can be. And when you put yourself out there, when you're recording your own voice and sending it out to the public, you start to doubt yourself. And self-doubt is that poisonous, almost cancerous thing and eats away at you. And you kind of listen to yourself and you go, what the fuck am I even adding to the conversation? Why am I doing this? Why do I think I can do this? Why do I think anything that I say is relevant? I touched on this briefly at the start of a podcast a while ago. I can't even remember when. It's been so long since I did anything. But it eats away at you and you, 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 the self-doubt creeps in. It creeps into your soul and it's poison. And it's very hard to dispel. Um, And that's what I've been experiencing. That's how I've been feeling recently. I 
I struggle to think of any reason why I should record a podcast or I should put my voice out there into the public and speak to people and talk to people. And I don't have any good answers about why I should. And that's why I put up a post on Twitter a while back saying the thrill is gone. A BB King song, although I don't think he wrote the song himself, but it's BB King made the song famous. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away. And that's what I opened this episode with as well. And it had, and it has gone away. And it's hard. It's hard to motivate yourself once the thrill is gone and your self-confidence is low to actually record a podcast. Not even that. Just to record an intro like this. A small little intro like I normally do. And I don't know when it disappeared, but it certainly did. And I can't pinpoint the exact time or I can't really describe the exact reason. But after a while, after a couple of years of doing a podcast, the self-doubt crept in for me. And I felt like an imposter. I felt like I... Most people are probably familiar with imposter syndrome. And you're thinking, like, I'm in this position. And I shouldn't really be here. And I don't have the qualifications to be here. And often, most often, imposter syndrome is linked to your, your working career, your your work, you know, your professional life, where you might have got a promotion, let's say, for example. And you're like, fucking hell, I might have, I might have aced the interview, but I really shouldn't be in this position. And it's even more pronounced when it's a position you've created for yourself. For example, me, I've created this position for myself as a podcaster. And when imposter syndrome starts to creep in, you really start to have a lot of self-doubt. And I feel like I'm rambling here. I had this more articulately uh, written in my head that doesn't even make any sense you know what i mean i had this more well i had a more well-worded version of it in my head before i press record on audacity but that's how i'm feeling and i feel like i should share it with you because you listen to my podcast and one of the things that made me feel like i should continue to do this is seeing people's spotify end of the year result whatever wrapped thing where my podcast featured in their top fives and I realized that hold on a second people do actually like this and do listen to it another thing that made me feel like I should continue is that people are still listening to this podcast even though I'm not releasing episodes so I can see statistics about older episodes and people have still been steadily listening I'll give you an example. Well, not I'm not going to give you the statistics, but as an example, the number of people I had listening to Feckin' Metal in November or October were, if I had have had those people listening in the first month that I had been podcasting, I would have been absolutely delighted with that figure. Um, and now that number of people are listening when I'm not even releasing anything. So it's a good sign. And I had some nice comments on Twitter and I... <laughs> I did put up a thing saying the thrill is gone and it wasn't a woe is me story, but it was really just a way for me to communicate with the people who listen to my podcast because I think most people who listen to this have either discovered it via Twitter 
or maybe discovered it via a friend who discovered it via Twitter because I'm not really out there on any other platform. I used to do a bit of Facebook, but haven't done that in a very, very long time. Um, so when I put up the thrill is gone, I just wanted to communicate with people saying, look, at the moment, at this point in time, I do not have any motivation to do this. And it did creep back in and I've been talking to many people. And that's also another reason why I think I should continue with this because the people I've met along the way are some of the best people I've known in my entire life. And some people have become very close friends and maybe some people listening will realize that I'm talking directly to them. But while since actually I've done this podcast starting in October 2020, I've met some fucking fantastic people who I now consider in my close friend group and without doing this I never would have met them and I wouldn't have met up with them in some cases or gone to gigs with them or if I look at the, the people I've texted or contacted within the last week or certainly the last month they're spread out all across the world and the only reason for that is because of this and this episode is actually uh, the missing or lost episode from the virtual 11 series that I did with Andrew De Bruy, Andrew himself, who was in Canada. And I think if we hadn't have done those episodes on Senjutsu, and if we hadn't have done those episodes on Virtual Eleven, our friendship might have frizzled out by now. And a podcast is a bloody good way to keep in touch with people and to get to know people. And it also does make me feel good when I actually put out an episode. Um, and I haven't had that feeling in a long time. So this episode is the last episode from the virtual 11 series that i did with andrew and it covers the song don't look to the eyes of a stranger which i completely forgot to edit in to the series of episodes that i released about that album and it was pointed out to me by george solano who is the co-host of the judas priest cast which you should definitely listen to and a good friend of mine as well and i have been toying with the idea of editing it for a long time and I don't know why well I do know why I've just explained that in the early part of the podcast uh, I had a lack of self-confidence I had a lack of drive a lack of motivation motivation and drive are probably interchangeable terms but anyway there you go um, I lacked both of those and I just sat on my arse and didn't do it for a long time and the other thing about being a podcast er and it's a term that I don't really like is that it eats into your free time quite a lot and if your life gets busy, it means that your free evenings are few and far between. And when your free evenings are few and far between, you don't necessarily want to sit in front of a computer for hours and edit a podcast. And uh, yeah, I found that I found myself thinking to myself, Jesus, this is terribly worded. I would never have written this. Uh, that uh, I don't know if I want to do this tonight on my free Tuesday. Maybe I want to just watch Seinfeld. Or even more recently, I want to watch Cheers, which I've been watching and enjoying. But the prominence of my podcast in people's top five lists on Spotify, and also the realization that I've met so many good people through doing this podcast, made me give myself a kick up the arse, if that's possible, and say, just cop on, very Irish term there. If you're Irish, you'll understand it. Cop on to life and get on with it. 
and keep doing it. So yeah, this is the last episode from the Virtual Eleven series with Andrew Dubroy, which was recorded in April 2022, and I'm only releasing now. This is the final piece of the Virtual Eleven series. I hope you enjoy it. It's definitely not the best song, and it certainly won't be the best episode we did on the album, but it is the missing piece, and it needs to be added to complete the jigsaw of Virtual Eleven. So here it is, and I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for sticking with me. All right, let's move on. Don't look to the eyes of a stranger. Don't look. Let's let's have a look at the title of this song. Don't look to the eyes. Don't look to the eyes of a stranger. Right. This is like an order. Yeah. Who wrote this? Uh, I think Harris as well. Steve yeah. again, of course. Yep. <laughs> so it's my, my note right away. Because uh, what I don't I, yeah. do not look to the eyes of it. Do not don't do it. I do have, not look to the eyes of a stranger. Don't do it. Little, I have a little word document here with my notes in it, and uh, in each song, I put who the the composer is, and then in the in brackets, I put Steve Buddy. Come on, buddy. man, hold your horses. <laughs> That's my note. Steve I'm not your buddy, buddy. guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. This that being said, this song it has it has potential. Just like educated fool said, we have so much potential inside. But this song, it does have a lot of potential in it. But I just think that's it's just kind of after and especially after such a deep song, it's just there's no substance. It lacks, and as we go through the song we can kind of you know someone's watching you feeling scared adrenaline pump it's just very very surface level there's no there's no substance to it whereas yeah i mean like i'm not i'm not even going to pretend to have read into this right in some form of depth it doesn't exist and so don't look too don't look too i think is a sort of british way of saying that, right? Because I, if I would say it as a don't look, I would say don't look in, uh, either don't look into or don't look at. I don't know. Don't look to. It just sounds kind of strange. It's, do you know what it is? It's a bizarre fucking order or directive. It's a, or Yeah, it's a bizarre, like. I mean, like day to day, like it's an imperative sentence. Throughout my life, I'm going to I'm going to have to look to the eyes of a stranger many times. For example, I'll be in a supermarket or on the street or on a bus or fucking on any form of transport or in any public place. Then it's like, don't look to the eyes of a stranger. Don't look through Through. the the eyes of a fool. Well, I don't have the luxury of looking through the eyes of a fool. (laughs) Steve, thanks. Because you're an educated fool. Oh, Uh. Well, so is he telling me not to look through my own eyes then? What, whose eyes am I yeah, supposed man. to look through? Well, it's fucking honestly, blind I myself with I, fucking... I don't really get this song. Acid. Either. Blind yourself with acid. That's what he's saying. Uh, and yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't... Blind don't really yourself with acid. Yeah, I could hear Blaze singing that. Blind yourself with your shoes all right um <laughs> sorry <laughs> that made me think of die with her boots on 
All right. Okay. Sorry. No. Let's have a look at this. Okay. Let's play the intro. Okay. Don't look to the eyes of a stranger, says Steve. Well, I'll be the judge of that. This. This sounds good. I like this part. I've written unremarkable intro. But I, I don't know. It's like a slow chugging riff. But the melody is coming in soon. Yeah, we got a bit of a melodic riff in a bit now. I like this a lot. I don't really like this that much. I think it's kind of it's rudimentary for me. Okay, fair enough. It sounds good though. I, I do enjoy this song. I just don't identify as much. Here we go. Now the drums kick in a bit more. Yeah, so I mean, it's not bad. And then he goes up an octave on this next little part. His vocals are excellent. We're not bad here. Tempo change. Right, I'm stopping it here. So, spoilers there from Andrew. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've just said kind of, to me, it's an, it's an unremarkable intro. Um, the vocals are a bit deeper than we're used to by this point from Blaze. Uh, he's almost like, he's, he's whispering it, but he's like, he's like, it's a growdy. He's like, Don't he actually whispers later Eyes of a stranger. The riff that we get, the riff that we get around one minute in reminds me of "Sweet Dreams Are Made of This." Um, it's kind of like oh, there's heavy, heavy yeah. synths. And then, yeah, so plays kind of projects. The same vocals later on. He's like, don't look through the eyes of a stranger, um, which is fine, you know, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not invested in this song do, so far. You do a great blaze. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, maybe if he maybe. retires, I can form a blaze tribute band and I can earn yeah, more money than he does. It's kind of fun to, to try and impersonate him. All of my life, <laughs> I have believed. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> yeah, he should have done those commercials. <laughs> All right, so let's play the fast bit. It gets fast. The riff gets fast. Yep. Everything gets fast. Yep. This. Yep. What I've said here is that this part w- wakes me up during the song. So like. I've been woken up now by this point. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 128. Terrible lyrics. Yeah, it's... Uh, it reminds me of Fear of the Dark. Yeah, I, I actually wrote here, it's a poor man's Fear of the Dark. There's no depth. But it's fun. It's still enjoyable. Sorry, I'm just going to pause because it's the same of 
you know it's the same thing for a lot of this uh oh yeah i've written here poor man's fear of the dark yeah sorry poor man's fear of the dark as in a very poor man as in a fucking pauper uh, <laughs> my notes like, just fear of the dark vibes question and he's like uh he's like you better improvise <laughs> <laughs> just hope you never reach the point of no return can't can you yeah. never reach the point of no return? I'm pretty sure that's a double negative. So, so it's kind of saying, point. hopefully you do reach the point of some return because you can't not reach the point of no return because it's a double negative. So, um, Just hope you never reach the point of no return. Hmm. So you don't want to ever get to the point where you can't come back is kind of i guess what that means i don't know it's 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 double negative steve harris on acid yeah um anyway yeah i just i i think these lyrics are terrible like i I couldn't even read deep that we can dig nothing there's nothing deep in them don't look at the eyes of a stranger the previous song we talked we we opened up our hearts yeah i wouldn't even open up a fucking packet of crisps right (laughs) let alone my heart Feel someone's watching you. You gotta get away. Is it the first time you've ever felt this scared? Feel the adrenaline pump. Yeah. Your heart begins to race. Begin to run now. The same thing over and over again. The sweat runs down your face. Don't know which way to turn. You better hide yourself. He's getting closer now. You better improvise. You better improvise. What the fuck does that even mean? Uh, that's a poor man's fear of the dark. Figure it out. It's a pauper's fear of the dark. It's it's. Yep. yep. It's one of the worst songs they've ever written. Yep. Yep. I agree. So it's still, and I still enjoy it. And that's, I don't mind, like, yeah. I don't mind the music. Right. I just, when I listen but to I it. I agree. It's absolutely probably in their bottom 10. I would, I would, I would say if the vocals were in a different language where I didn't understand the lyrics, let's say it was in Portuguese or something like that, I might enjoy the song a bit more. Um, but because I do understand the language, I unfortunately have to listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, you say the word unfortunate, and I agree that it's like because of the song that precedes it. Yeah, it's just a but. It's it's filler. It's filler to me. By the way, is it like is this the chorus? Is this what we're saying is a chorus? I'm gonna play this for you now. Is that the chorus? Or is it the don't look to, don't look to. Yeah, I think maybe that's chorus number one. And then there's chorus number two later on where it's a don't look to, don't right. look to. Right. Well, I mean, don't look we have to get to the point where Blaze starts whispering like an absolute fucking yeah. right. night stalking creep. Um, yeah, which is when they start to do the don't look to part. I actually don't know the timestamp because I, I have it here. Don't worry. Research. It's here. I have it. <laughs> I had pages of notes on the previous song. Listen to this oh, creep. Nice. He's actually whispering. 
He's like a, a sex pest. Yeah. All right, like at, least, at least he's singing I now. I like this part. I really like this part. Yeah, do you know what is fucking miraculous here? The song is only half over at this point. Yeah. Well, there's the whole... <laughs> this part is great. It's I really a, like it's it. All right. It's all right. Let's not go crazy. It's a good build up. I, I quite enjoy it. But a build up to what? To that whole, I think, But that is not, that should not be built up to. It's about the journey, not the destination. No, not in this context. That's all about the whole educated fool's about, man. It's about the journey, not the, not the destination. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, this is awful. Doesn't it I'm sorry, I'm stopping this up? here now. No, it doesn't actually get me fired up. It gets me, it gets me ticked off. Do you know what it? it, it as I said, if it was in fucking Norwegian, I, like, I, I might like it a bit better. Inferior song to the rest, but I still quite enjoy it. Yeah, but like the language being in English for me is like it's yeah. it's the clincher. Like if if that was it, like as I said, if it was in Norwegian or fucking Spanish or Portuguese or something, I'd be listening to that. I'd be like, it'd be like da da da. The melody yeah. is good. Yeah. Da da yeah. da. Yeah. Yeah. da da but unfortunately, the lyrics are in English and I can hear them and I'm just like, <laughs> he's just saying the same thing again and, it, and it's not even good. It's not even good. The, the one thing I didn't look up is, did they play this on their... On their I would hope not because I like if they did, uh, I'd imagine a lot of refunds were requested. Yes, they did. Five times. Wow. So the next closest, the next closest number of times a virtual 11 song was played that was played was the educated fool which is 84 wow and they only played don't look to the eyes of a stranger five and then five they dropped it where? five five ever uh first time played in april 22nd at the oval rock house in norwich england last time played september 4th 1998 at the lysa betus theater in athens greece that's so, interesting because they played it probably that sounds like Towards the the beginning of the tour, and then again toward the end of the tour. Yeah, so let's see. They played it in April, 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 and then once in September. So they brought it back for a fucking last hurrah. Wow, in Greece. Yeah. The last hurrah. So in that show in Greece, they Greeks played. Still want to look to the eyes of a stranger. Well, they played twenty one songs for that show in Greece, so that seems to be like an elongated set. Yeah. That is quite long. Yeah. I wonder where they planned to record that for a fucking... I bet you that's what happened. I bet you they were planning to record that for a fucking DVD or, or a CD or something. And they were like, no, this is too shit. We can't use it. Or why else would they play 21 songs? Yeah, well, uh, 21 songs, That's especially for Maiden. They're usually like, what, 14 to 16. Yeah. What's, what show is that? Uh, well, for example, like... 
few a couple of months later they were back to playing 17 uh, this was in Lysabetus Greece in September 1998 but in October they were back to playing 18 songs wow 21 yeah I wonder uh, if that's real what you mean real future real angel and the gambler later on in September they played 19 songs I bet you they were going to record this for a fucking live show. It's a pretty cool set list, actually. I'd say it's real. I'd say it's Future real. real, Angel and the Gambler, Man on the Edge, Lightning Strikes Twice, Heaven Can Wait, Klansman, Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger, When Two Worlds Collide. Okay, so that's like six out of eight Yeah. on that album, right? Mm-hmm. And then Lord of the Flies, Two Minutes of Midnight, Educated Fool, seven out of eight. So the one song some, other, some other shows in Greece, they play 20. Uh, the one directly after Lysabetus, they played twenty, and the one directly before in Mexico That's City, they played eighteen. So I reckon, I reckon that they were recording those two shows in Greece, September fourth and fifth, because they played twenty and twenty-one and twenty songs respectively, and then yeah. So the one song they've never played live on this album is Como Esta Amigo, right? Is that the only one they haven't played? Well, in this set list, they played seven out of the eight. Yeah, seven. you're right. Yeah, yeah. played yeah. seven of the eight on that. And the fucking best song on the album they haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> I think Blaze has played it though because oh, he, he has. Yeah, he had he had a writing credit on that one. We'll get to that. Well, we're gonna get to it pretty fucking sharpish. I don't have anything else so. to say on this to you. Um, should we let's listen to the solos? I think uh, they're around five fifty-five, and it's Yannick, and then followed by Dave. Okay, let's listen to the solos. That's the only other note of it. It's up to you. You should. T- yeah. <laughs> That's probably Nico's best drumming on the album. Here's Dave solo now. Probably one of his weakest, I would say. I think it's lackluster. I like this part, though. Yeah, I like the riffing. Okay, I, I've kind of had enough of this, though. You know, like it's 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 good riffing, and it's it's not bad. Like, but those solos were probably two of the weakest Pro- solos. I would I would agree, absolutely, and um. You said the drumming was. I, you made a comment about the drumming and the. Uh, well, there was I a bit of a. There was a heavy or a quick drum fill. Yeah, into, but into, and I was I was like kind of dancing to it, but making fun of it because it's like it's just. And you said the word rudimentary, and I thought. No, not for the drumming. I was saying that was, that was the best drumming part of the entire album because the rest of it I, is. I don't know because it was just like. Yes, that was so. I was damning it with faint praise by saying that's the best drumming part of the entire album, but the rest of it is complete okay, shit. And so I don't think we've ever talked about Nico's drumming on this album. No, I I haven't because uh, I don't really notice drumming that much, as right. I said. And I yeah I, I I agree with that. And like Iron Maiden, you don't think of, you wouldn't think firstly like, well, is there any band that you would really like? Rush. For, Okay. And Guns N' Roses with Steven Adler as well. It's quite rare that like the drummer is the the highlight of the band. But I I will but, say but this. But on this on this album it's 
not really noticeable. And then I notice it here because it's like, but it's fun. I like, I dance to it and it's fun and I enjoy it, but it's like, it's not really that like. So the, the only reason I noticed the drumming on this album was because of talking maiden and Nesbitt and Josh calling it out for having such shit drumming. And okay. it made me listen to a property and go, Jesus Christ, this is really, really bad drumming. Uh, I, as I said, I don't really notice drumming that often, but they played multiple examples on Talking Maiden and they're like yeah. really lazy, rudimentary, whatever. Uh, and I, just that bit there, like Nico speeds up for a tiny bit. I was actually just taking a piss saying that's probably the best bit of drumming on the entire album because it's yeah. the only bit where he's like in any way energetic. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it was a completely Talking Maiden that highlighted this for me. Not okay. I, it, like It's not my observation. Did you, did you listen to that? before doing uh like did you listen to that episode again recently before doing no 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 it's it's stood out in my head ever since because normally i when i do preparation for these episodes i would listen to the talking maiden and or the maiden a to z episodes but no for this time this time is just all natural (laughs) no i didn't listen to either of those episodes uh i I don't know if I have, but yeah, I think I I do recall them saying that the drumming was like a lot to be desired on this album, and maybe Nico didn't Nico have his own struggles back in probably around this time, like with like alcohol and stuff. I can't I can't remember his timeline of struggles. Like they're they're not very well publicized. Did, so did, yeah, exactly. So didn't he? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just speculating here, but like, I'm just, I I think, didn't he have that period of his life where he was kind of into the dark stuff and then he kind of saw, he got clean and yeah. all that. Yeah. Well, you were born again yeah, Christian, all that right, bullshit, right, yeah. Right. Um, so maybe this was around that time where he was in his, like, because... The drumming. This is he, the first he, maybe he was not yet born again. Maybe he'd only been born once by this stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's only been born once as an educated idiot. But by the time Brave New World came out, he'd been born a second time, which made him double born or born again. Yeah. Uh, which makes him better as a person, as a, and a human. Yeah, that's quite the speculation there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the whole the whole drumming on like we haven't remarked on the drumming. I don't think in this whole time that we've talked about this album. And I think that's there's something to be said because if we would have when we did the deep dive into Senjutsu, we talked. I think we talked a lot about the drumming. We did talk about the drumming, yeah. Almost every song, and probably if we would have if if we were to do a deep dive in Book of Souls, almost every song is fucking excellent in the drumming like yeah it, it, it was Nesbitt's words ringing in my head when I was listening to this today um, from his podcast back in a long time ago I said I didn't listen to it again recently to confirm but I do recall him and Josh talking about how bad the drumming was by Nico yeah. and how basic it was and, and like right. drum by numbers and, kind of yeah, thing and like, this part yeah yeah but but just other songs as well on this like the last three like the educated fool don't look to the eyes and and comma it's that uh i I was listening to it kind of just listening to the drums kind of going these aren't that good at all but then when he started kind of speeding up there a bit i was just like oh nico (laughs) i can hear you (laughs) i guess we should we should talk about that stupid little outro at the end of the song right (laughs) oh gosh if we must 
We must. <laughs> Again, I know, like, Talking Maiden have covered this probably better than anyone else can, like, but, uh, yeah, let's just play it there because it's, it's a oh, horrific like, piece of, oh, bi- of just, business. It's unnecessary. All right, here we go. No. Uh, do it again, but from like seven fifty-five. Oh god! So the song could just end right here. It could just end right here. Do you know what I'd say about that? I'd say it's very, it's very oh fucking nineties. Why? Why? It's like why? Why are you doing that? Action! Action-packed! <laughs> action-packed! Action film starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph yeah. Lundgren. The sequel. Don't look to the eyes of the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's fucking hilarious. All right. There we go. Lovely stuff. That's the end of the Virtual Eleven series with Andrew. That was a long time coming. And as I said earlier on, if you've stuck with me or held out for this, I really appreciate it. Without listeners, a podcast would be nothing. It would just be a fart in the wind. So if you're listening to this, and if you have listened, and if you've listened to other episodes, I really appreciate you. So thanks very much. My name is Fergal Trainer. This has been Feckin' Metal, episode 66. And I will see you next time. Yeah.